0: Plenty of, of stuff we can talk about, but first and foremost, I want to say congratulations. Uh, ROH six-man tag team champion, con with me sure. right now. Yep. Uh, I mean, uh, Final Battle, you know, obviously so much has changed in the past year. Last year, there was some uncertainty. Uh, we didn't even know Tony was going to buy the company. It was just more of the, uh, the talk of, like, the rebranding, the you know reimagining and now coming in it seems like you know there's a plan in place for ring of honor uh how's it how's that you know transition period been for you because obviously you were there at the end of the, mm-hmm. the last era you're there as a champion in the current era how's it been going for you
1: uh it's been pretty interesting last year of course uncertainty a uh, pretty emotional day too but I, I went into Final Battle last year with, with a plan already. I knew AEW was going to be in Garland a couple of days later. Um, and I was I was in contact with people in the company. So I had my plan in place. And then, you know, I had my opportunity with Andrade, a couple of dark matches out of Cole, Kazarian. Um, and then for Tony to buy the company. So I got signed back in February. And then for them to buy the company like a month or so after that, like, oh, that's cool. Like, hopefully all my friends get their jobs back. Like, or what does that mean? Like, what what is the rebrand going to be? And then for one year later from final battle to this final battle, I'm back. I win my my championship back two time now. Ring of Honor Six Man Champion. Um he announced the deal with Honor Club. I'm excited to see what the future holds. You know, we were talking about the embassy. Um we definitely have eyes on the trio championships in AEW, but if any six man units want to step it up in Ring of Honor, then they can bring it.
0: All right. I, I like it. Uh not satisfied with one title, possibly yeah. winning another one. Uh I, I, there's a lot I want to get into about AEW and Ring of Honor, but uh, one of the things I did want to talk to you about is Ladder, uh, the sports nutrition supplement company that uh, you're a branded athlete, part of that. Uh, one of the names that I know is on the roster is Trey Turner. I live right outside of Philadelphia, so he's kind of the talk of the town right now. He just signed a huge contract. What's it been like just adding your name to that? Roster of athletes. LeBron James is involved. Arnold Schwarzenegger's involved. I mentioned Trey Turner. Mm -hmm. What's that been like? Uh, you know, being able to elevate your own brand being associated with with names like that.
1: Like again, founded by LeBron and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then to see the names on the list. Myself, you have Trey Turner, you have Steph Chung with this crossfit athlete. Um, Bobby Wagner, they just signed, Miles Garrett to see. Those amazing athletes, you have world champions. And to see my name a part of that roster, very surreal. Um, but I think there's something to it when I believe they saw me after uh, I wrestled Adam Cole and they contacted me and were like, hey, we think that you have a high ceiling. You're going to be a big star in professional wrestling in a few years. We want to invest in you. And for them to take that leap of faith in me and my brand has grown like, a little bit over the past year, but again, be a part of this roster of amazing athletes and they see that potential in me is just very humbling honestly i hope to be on the same level as them in terms of championships uh like fan adulation social media branding i hope to get there one day but it's been very cool experience so far Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's kind of cool because they they said like oh we were after this match we saw you like sometimes it's like oh i've seen your stuff and it's uh you know a collective you know uh a bunch of matches or oh i saw this game or i saw highlight footage like kind of cool that they were like, oh yeah, I saw you working, you know, with a guy with Adam Cole who, you know is awesome uh for everybody that he works with. So it's yeah. kind of cool that you sort of have that like uh kind of like a maybe top this moment like when he comes back. Yeah. there's all these rumors about uh maybe he has his own trios team so mm-hmm. so so I, I'm like I, I'm I'm tiptoeing around i don't want to say anything's happening but <laughs> more more like up here <laughs> wishful gotcha. wishful thinking fantasy booking but hey maybe you get a chance to top that in the future
1: so i, I hope so i mean when i wrestled with him on dark crazy experience when that aired finally i was trending on twitter like and not to like have a couple thousand tweets but like thousands of tweets and people were like who is this guy con i'm like well i've been here i'm Ring on a six-man champion and i got to show them what i can do i was hitting this man as hard as possible it wasn't just some dark match where you see someone get squashed in two minutes. No, I made him work his ass off to defeat me, and he he barely got by. Um, and I've talked about it on other podcasts before. The six man championships in Ring of Honor were held by the elite, were held by Adam Cole in the past. Like those people who are part of the foundation of AEW held these championships, and need they, they had prestige. Um, so if he comes back and he has his own team again, I want to I want a round two. All right, all
0: right. Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting how. Uh, you're you're exposing yourself to a new audience because I watched Ring of Honor, so I was like, oh yeah, like you know, right away I was like, you're gonna be a great fit. Uh, you you said you signed in February, but I don't think you showed up until a little bit after that, right? Because
1: yeah, so uh, myself and Toa flew out to D.C. and got like the first offer from Tony. Talked to us about the plan of what we wanted. Yeah, they kind of held us under wraps until uh Supercard of Honor with TB.
0: Yeah, it was right around that but um yeah it, it's you know you're, you're doing good things uh on aew tv you just had final battle uh I, I wanted to stay on topic with ladder just quickly because i noticed uh you've done some indies in addition to aew and final battle obviously you're traveling uh how's that uh relationship we talked about you know the the brand recognition from like uh star appeal and you know these different athletes having that relationship but how's the product actually helped you on the road because you're traveling you're going to texas you're going wherever AEW is i think you were with uh one of the last indies you did was mcw in maryland mm-hmm. Uh so how has that product helped you you know just improve your your in-ring work uh any kind of like workout stuff behind the scenes
1: uh been very helpful i was kind of reading up on some stuff and one thing i've noticed with ladder uh like the weight protein spe- specifically it helps me replenish recover faster um and i rarely ever have muscle soreness so that's even after matches i train very intensely as well rarely ever feel fatigued and one thing i noticed about the pre-workout that i really actually enjoyed is typically pre-workouts you take them and you feel kind of like like, there's all these little hot spots over your face. You um, get kind of little chills there. But with lattice pre workout, that doesn't really kick in at all. But you realize how focused you are when you are working out. Like, you're completely in the zone. I've noticed that, like, I don't even pay attention to my phone. I'm just honed in on what I'm doing that day with terms of the lift. And it's just like extremely focused. I have a great workout. Take some hydration after, which is, uh, again, replenishes the muscles, helps with the fatigue. And then I've been handing this, I get like little sample packets for everybody. So I've been handing those up to professional wrestlers. I'm telling them about the brand, who people like to work with. It's honestly helped tremendously.
0: Uh, that's that, that's a lot. But uh, the thing that I'm focusing on is I didn't pay attention to my phone, like, especially with technology and everything being, you know, mm-hmm. bombarding you all the time. Like, and I'm sure, like you said, you're you trending on Twitter. Like, so you're just <laughs> constantly getting alerts. So it's like, hey, maybe. <laughs> maybe this is the one time you want that but uh you know it sounds like it's not only doing a lot physically but you know for your your paying attention and you know your focusing um i want to jump back to ring of honor uh right now you mentioned you were the six man tag team champions with them so in two different eras of the company uh different owners of the company obviously uh different team uh so is there anything that you do want to stay the same as far as being a champion or the kind of champion you want to be because uh the guys that you're working with obviously bring different uh skill sets to the matches and you know different variables but is there anything that you know either you want to sort of teach them now that you learned as being a ring of honor champion or just something that you want to carry over from that previous reign?
1: Um, I told them once we won, there's two things that I really wanted to accomplish. One, I want to make history again. I feel like I made history with SDP in the past. We, in my opinion, we held the, the championships over the pandemic, but we are the longest reigning champions ever. We were undefeated. Um, so I was like, I want to make history again. I want to hold these titles with prestige and the respect that they deserve. I want to go undefeated. I want to defeat any six man unit. And again, make a record title reign history. And second, um, again, holding these championships with respect and prestige, but making them relevant and make people respect these championships. I feel like ring of honor titles, sometimes uh, sometimes certain people get like are secondary and they're not. If you're a champion and a major promotion, you're a champion and you are in the history books, you're respected. And they, they chose you and you worked your ass off to get to this point to, to hold those championships and represent the company. So it's just walking around with that kind of, uh, let's see, I guess, confidence. Like, no, we disband respect, we are champions, we're gonna make history and and that's it. Um, And I know Toa and Brian don't have too much experience with six man tagging, so I do have that. Um, So I try to give that experience more like, how, how, how we can put these matches together, how we can be a dominant force and make sure that we're kicking everyone's ass in these six mans
0: uh you you certainly i i would never i don't agree with that oh the asterisks like oh you held the title through the <laughs> pandemic like i i don't agree with that either like you know you're a champion like you know not getting too inside baseball but the promoter could have taken the titles from you and put them on somebody else like same thing as any other company like no they thought you were a representative that could carry those titles no matter what the situation was so your first reign was 295 days uh i mean it are you looking at individual numbers like that i mean obviously you know you want to beat anybody in front of you and go undefeated but are you looking to eclipse that number specifically is there any like stat i am yes stat head goals like that you want to go after like that
1: yeah, definitely. I want to I want to beat that number, uh, go for a full year, honestly, and we can hold these championships until someone defeats us, takes us up, takes them off of us.
0: 405, if I have this, this correct, uh, yeah. the, the Mexa squad is the, the longest. But that's I don't know. I don't know if that's TV recognized or if that's actual days, but yeah. there, there's, I, a, I think,
1: there's a number to keep in too. mind. They they won the championships and they never defended them until they lost them to the team that I was a part of. So mm-hmm.
0: that that's a number to keep in mind. It's just who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you, we we talked about Shane Taylor. Uh, he showed up on his own. Uh, you're already doing your your thing with uh, Brian Cage and uh, Toa, but uh, obviously the the conversation comes up that now that Shane's back in the in the mix do you want to work with him do you obviously you're not going to split up what you have going but what do you what do you have to say to people that maybe want to see that version of STP again
1: uh i feel like the cliche is never say never right like you don't know what's going to happen in the future um it's funny because people ask me about that and then oh who do you like to work with more and i'm like well if you look at it this way i'm the common denominator in both groups that have held championship goal. So there's something about me being this Cameroonian Prince, this athlete that's going to be one of the best of all time that they they want to fight for me and my attention to who I should be working with. Um, it was great working with SDP, but I've also had a dream to work with Prince Nana. I messaged him two years ago. He reached out to me and he was like, hey, I love to see what you're doing out there. I respect the work. And when I got to meet him in person and catch up with him, I was like, man, this is this is meant to be. We're both princes. Like, you got the Ghanaian part. I'm Cameroonian. Like, this is super exciting. And it's a, it's a new experience. And the embassy has so much rich history in Ring of Honor. Why wouldn't I not want to be a part of that?
0: Yeah. And that's something that I really appreciated seeing come back because it was a little bit before I started watching ROH, like, the embassy. And I'll even say, like, True uh truth was still kind of yeah. around. So I i knew, you know, he had that relationship with Jay Lethal, but um when it, like almost right away I was like, you know, I know who Nana is, I knew of it, but I didn't see it as it was going on live. So I was kind of like, Oh, I get to experience this again. It's that uh I don't want to call it a full circle moment, but it, it's just a, a new way to experience what other people loved about Ring of oh. Honor. Um I I have one more question for you. Uh I usually do a watch list feature. Uh I ask for match picks, whether you have a match that best represents you as a singles wrestler, tag team or trios, anything that maybe comes to mind as far as you would sit somebody down and say, This is what you're gonna get from me every time in the ring. Uh obviously final battles fresh on the mind, but anything come to mind, whether it's single tag or trios or six man?
1: um one that immediately comes to mind is myself this independent match that i had last summer uh myself against mysterious Q at river city wrestling it's on it's on my youtube it was my first big match on the independence as a singles wrestler i think we almost went about 20 minutes and it was a big test for myself to see if i could do this by myself i moved to texas because i wanted to grow as a professional wrestler i learned from the vets like hey you got to travel the towns and that's how you make your mark in this business. And man, I that was probably one of my top five matches of all time, probably top two. I'm just proud of that. The work that we got to do. I got to wrestle them a couple more times, and people good to see how hard, hard hitting I actually am. Uh, the physicality with that toughness, the the mental anguish I can cause to my opponents. I like to dissect people and work different body parts. I would give you two that one. And then myself versus Big Damo at Defy. I've always dreamed about wrestling at Defy. I during the pandemic, I was like, hey, I was watching a YouTube page. Like, I want to wrestle here in a year or two. And I got finally out there, wrestled a demo of all people, big dude. And that crowd, just that atmosphere you think of Defying, like, the Seattle crowd, this hot crowd of people. And just to see people standing on their feet for most of that match, clapping for you after the work that you did, uh, something I'm very proud of.
0: Mysterious Q is a name that's actually come up a few times in this. I talked to Mike Bennett. He really enjoyed working with him uh he he's one i could point out so there's another ring of honor and mysterious q connection uh but uh since i know it's on dark it's on it's available on youtube i'll go throw in the adam cole match that you know <laughs> let's br- let's bring things around we're, we're talking about ladder so here's what helped introduce you to ladder the adam cole yep. and con match so i'll throw that one in there uh Thanks for your time today, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, Getting a chance to not only talk about your in-ring career, but uh, your aspirations for what you want to do with ladder and that uh, relationship. So uh, thanks for that. And I guess in a few weeks, we'll find out what's going on with Ring of Honor. So I'll say stay tuned to Honor Club. We know the destination. We're just waiting for a few more details. Uh, Anywhere else we can find you in in the coming weeks?
1: Uh, I'm actually probably done with my indie indie dates for the rest of the year, but, uh, starting in January, I'm going out to California for a couple of days, uh, Rev Pro, there's PCW Ultra, I'll be River City Wrestling in San Antonio. Um, I think there's a couple of other small shows in Texas in January. Hopefully I'll make it out to, to Seattle and Portland for the AEW shows, but I'm trying to be all over the country again, man. I'm trying to make my name be in the top, at least 200 of the PWI pro wrestlers. So I'm, I'm aiming high.
0: You're playing the long game.
1: Oh, it's always about consistency. There you go. The grind. There you go. Thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. I thank you.